on Egoic Like My Soul, an ultrasound podcast. Hello, my name is Efren, and I am your host. On today's episode, I want to talk about the reasons I decided to pursue a career in ultrasonography and how I chose the school I am currently attending. So a little bit about myself. I'm currently a certified nursing assistant, which is a CNA. I've been doing this for a little over 10 years. It's been a long time. Uh, I started off working in an outpatient clinic, basically, you know, answering phone calls, making appointments, bringing patients in, doing their vital signs, and then escorting them to a room so they can have their counsel with a doctor. Uh, that lasted for like maybe two, three years. And then I went inpatient, you know, working inside of a hospital. Uh, doing patient care, basically, you know, helping patients with their hygiene, you know, uh, getting total care patients where I needed to reposition them every two hours, change their diapers, um, weighing diapers, you know, measuring their urine output and, you know, doing all the icky stuff, I guess. That doesn't sound right, but yeah, basically I'm helping them, you know. Uh, with their, you know, personal hygiene, you know, uh, providing care for them because, you know, they're sick and they can't take care of themselves. So someone needs to take care, uh, take care of them. And, you know, it's satisfying work. It's very heavy work and it can take a toll on your body. Well, I think any job nowadays, even in healthcare, will take a toll on your body. But yeah, CNA work isn't easy. And also depending on you know, which facility you're working at. Um, and lately, you know, also sometimes I have to sit for patients who are like either being too aggressive or they're being combative or they're trying to escape the hospital because they don't want to be there. And it's like, oh. and it's getting too much. And I'm like, you know what? This is not what I signed up for. Uh, this is... Yeah, this is too much for anyone to handle. So yeah, I needed a career change. And basically, I wanted a career change fast. So I started looking into other careers in the healthcare field. Um, Of course, I looked into nursing. The problem with nursing is nursing today is not the same as what nursing used to be a few years ago. I'll talk about that later because that's probably its own episode in itself. But, you know, I looked into, you know, maybe doing community college, uh, but doing prereqs takes a long time. And, you know, time is something I don't have anymore or I feel that I don't have anymore. And then the problem with, you know, programs in community college, like the nursery program can be really cheap. Like in one community college, the girl, one of the one of friends told me that her program was three thousand dollars. I'm like, that is super cheap. But to get into that program is no easy feat. Like you need to have high grades and then to have like a point system. Like if you're a single mom, you get points. If you're working in the healthcare field, you get points. So it's very competitive and very cutthroat. So it's not easy to get into those programs. The other option for nursing was going into a private school. And, you know, private schools, they offer convenience 
for a price. So uh, there's one popular uh, nursing school called West Coast. And they have like, I think, a three-year program. It's a bachelor's program, but it's like $160,000. And I'm like, that is too much debt to handle. And I was like, I need to see my other options. What other careers besides nursing can I get into? Another career I also looked into was respiratory therapy. Uh, RTs, uh, they make good money. And they make as much as nurses do. The only problem is it's definitely a lot of work. I mean, an RT's job is not easy. Like in my hospital, an RT will have like maybe two to three patients per floor. And let me tell you, there's a lot of units in a hospital. So, you know, there's a lot of burnout with their respiratory therapy because um, when flu season comes around, I mean, they're doing massive overtime. They're working almost every day of the week. I mean, it can get really bad. But of course, because they're working so much, they also get a very juicy check. And of course, RTs, you know, they give respiratory treatments, you know. They also have to do a lot of suctioning, you know, taking care of trachs. And some of that is not stuff I want to deal with. I was like, no. Like, I can deal with poop and pee, but I can't just, I can't deal with gunk coming out of someone's nose or off someone's trach. I was like, oh, I know it's weird, right? But. And then the RTs are like, oh, yeah, I can deal with that. I can't deal with the poop and the pee stuff. And I'm like, wow, we're so opposite. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, respiratory therapy is definitely a good career to look into as well. Um, of course, if you go to a community college, um, their program is cheap. If you go to a private college, um, I think it's around 60000 for respiratory therapy. It's not bad per se, but, you know, at least you're guaranteed a good career. But uh, like nursing, respiratory therapy, didn't really inspire much in, in me to pursue that career. I was like, like, if I go into that, like, yeah, like, I'll start making good money, but I don't think it's work that I would enjoy. Like, not everyone can do nursing like there are some people who definitely should not be doing nursing but they do it anyway because they know they'll get a good paycheck the same goes for respiratory therapy and i'm like oh, i feel like i would be miserable if i pursue a career doing either one of those so it's like i felt kind of stuck i'm like i don't i don't know what to do because you know those look like my only options and I was like, man, like either way, like either go into massive debt and or go into some manageable debt. But either way, I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I started helping out uh, the pick team. What the pick team does is they use an, a little uh, ultrasound machine and they basically help put in IVs. Um, patients who otherwise are too difficult to find a bane on or need some extra help um, or placing a pick line. Basically, a pick line is like a regular 
imagine an IV, but with a longer catheter. They usually put it in the right or left upper arm. And it goes in deep into the inferior vena cava. So uh, it's closer to the heart, basically. And I'm like, oh, wow, you can use ultrasound for this? And one of the nurses that um, I was helping out, she was also a NICU nurse. So she would be called into the NICU, the neonatal ICU or neonatal intensive care unit uh, quite often. And in one of those times, uh, I saw them doing a procedure on one of the little babies. Uh, they were using the ultrasound machine to guide a catheter into the baby's heart. And basically the tip of the catheter, there was a balloon that they had inflated. And then they had to pull out the catheter with the inflated balloon out of the heart. So to kind of puncture a hole into the heart, there was a, there's a name for that procedure. I wish I could remember what it was, but it was for blood flow or something like that. But uh, it was a procedure that the child needed. And I was like, wow, it stunned me. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe ultrasound is used for this because back then, like, the majority of people, I thought, ultrasound suggests for looking at babies. <laughs> That's a running joke that you'll never get away from. And I was like, oh, wow. So not only are they using ultrasound to find, you know, veins to start IVs, they're also using it for babies, for procedures to look into their heart and guide catheters into them for um, all kinds of procedures. I was like, I need to look into ultrasound. And that's how I started looking into ultrasound, basically. So that basically was my aha moment. My, oh, finally, I have the answer of what I want to do. You know, I started looking at ultrasound. You know, I saw what it involved. And I was like, this looks like a challenging career that I would enjoy doing. You know, of course, ultrasound, it does take a toll on your body. You do have to use a lot of ergonomics. But I'm like, I have to do that as a CNA too. So what's the difference? So after that, after having my little aha moment, I started looking into schools for ultrasound. And of course, you know, that led me to ARDMS. I had no idea what that was or what it meant. But when I went to the website, you know, I read and reread every single page. And I was like, okay, so this is like their state board or their accreditation. I wish I said that right. Accreditation. Accreditation. Ugh. Sometimes I just can't pronounce words. Sorry. You probably already figured that out. Uh, yeah, I'll try to improve the podcast. I promise. I'm barely starting. So, you know, cut me some slack, please. I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, like, okay, so error DMS. And I saw, you know, they have a credential for OBGYN, for abdomen. Uh, musculoskeletal for also vascular and echo. It's like, oh, okay. But then uh, when I started looking into schools, like basically on when I started looking at the private schooling, uh, ARRT uh, showed up and I was like, what's ARRT? And that confused me. So then I had to Google ARRT and like saw that I'm like, okay. So this is similar to ARDMS, but it's more on the radiology side. And from what I saw, 
It looks like the East Coast kind of uses that credential a little more than the West Coast. I may be wrong about that. Um, if anyone knows, please correct me in the comments or shoot me an email. I'll be much appreciated. Um, but yeah, well, basically, what most uh, private schools do is they're, they get um, basically certified under ARRT. So once you're done with your program, you qualify to take the ARRT board. If you pass that board, you qualify to take ARDMS. Otherwise, you have to work for a full year and then you qualify to take the ARDMS. So there are some hoops to jump through, basically. But if the school isn't uh, CAAHEP certified, basically you can't take the ARDMS once you finish school. Now it's like, this sounds overly complicated. Why does this have to be so complicated? But nothing's easy. Everything has to be complicated. Otherwise, I guess they can't work. I don't know. So I was like, uh, community college, again, looked like it was a little too competitive. And also, I would have to take prereqs. And I was like, I don't have time to take prereqs and just take one class at a time. Um, even, like, my work schedule is flexible. I work 12-hour shifts. So I only have to work three times a week. So that was a plus. So I knew I could do it. but. I just needed something to be fast, something quicker. And so I went to private schooling because even though, even though I know this class is going to be overpriced, I know like I'll be faster than going through a community college. And basically, um, after looking at several schools, I finally decided on one. I wanted one that was close by where I live. One that was hopefully not too expensive and with a flexible school schedule. The one I ended up with was remotely close. Uh, the associates was, I believe, 35000 and then for the bachelor's was uh, 30000 more. So it came out to 65000 for the ultrasound program with the bachelor's. So I was like, you know what? That's not bad. It could be much worse. And the school schedule was um, basically Monday through Thursday at first. And I was like, oh, I'll just work the weekends. And basically, he had one day off. And I'm like, oh, that's going to suck. But it'll be worth it at the end. Of course, then the pandemic hit and we went online. But, you know, I'll talk about that later. Um, and so, like, my school isn't accredited, so by the end of the program, I will qualify for the ART. If I take the ART and pass, then I'll qualify for the ARDMS. Otherwise, I will have to wait until I work a full year before I can qualify for the ARDMS, you know, if I find a job remotely quickly. So, but I also signed up for the bachelor's program, so... I guess I can say I'm not in a hurry, but 
I am planning on taking the ART, I figure. If I pass, I pass. If I don't, then I'll just be patient and wait until I'm done with the bachelor's and then take the ARDMS. And if I pass the ART, uh, I only, I'm planning on just taking the abdomen for ARDMS. And I'm like, okay, once I'm done with the bachelor's, I can take the OB and then hopefully maybe I'll qualify to take the vascular one as well. Because a lot of places want you to have the RVT credential. And I'm like, you know what? I can do that. That sounds like a plan. And if I pass the ART and get the abdomen, I can find a job quicker. So that's basically the plan right now. But um, I'm happy. I have no regrets. Like, I feel that the way things happened, they happened for a reason. Like. I started looking into schools the beginning of 2019, and then uh, I started the program August of 2019. And I was kind of feeling depressed because it turns out one of my coworkers also uh, was looking into ultrasound and basically got into the same school I am currently attending, just in a different campus, in a different city. And she started her program, I think, in May of that year. And I was like, Oh, I wish I had looked into this earlier. I'll be starting. Otherwise, I would be starting school at the same time as her. But now I have to wait until August. So I was kind of depressed about that. But then my work decided um, to give out this benefit to its employees where it was going to offer tuition reimbursement, $10,000 a year. And I was like, oh, my God. And when did it start? It started in August. I was like, oh, my God. Is this like serendipitous or what? And then it also gave another little benefit through um, Sophie. I forget the name of that. Um, of that company. But basically, um, Sophie would pay $100 a month uh, towards your student loans. And I was like, oh my God, that is awesome. And so I signed up for that program. And I also get tuition reimbursement, you know, 10000 a year. So that helps a lot because, you know, it's not cheap. It's expensive. And I was like, oh, my God, it all happened like, a, oh, excuse me, no, excuse me, at the same time. And I was like, wow, it was meant to be. It was meant to be for me to do this. And it was meant for me to be to wait until August to be patient so I could re reap these benefits so you know things happen for a reason and sometimes you just have to be patient and so that's why i don't regret going to a private schooling you know even though it's more expensive than going to community college one of the benefits is it's an accelerated program so the associate is about 18 months and then if you do the bachelor's is nine more months added to that so i mean it's pretty good. I mean, it's a pretty good deal. Of course, it didn't turn out that way. It turned out to be longer than 18 months, but that was because of the pandemic. But still, I'm not regretting it. It was probably the best decision I have ever made so far. And I'm looking forward to starting this career. It's up to, you know, every one of us, or it's up to you to make things work. And if you don't make things work for yourself, then nobody else is going to make them work for you. 
And with that, I think I'll end this episode. I hope it's not too long. I mean, I hope you enjoy it. Um, the next episode, I'll talk a little about a little bit about the SPI. You know, shout out to Sierra. Thank you for leaving that comment on my YouTube channel. Uh, you can email me at anechoiclikemysoul at gmail.com without the exclamation mark. I also have a YouTube channel, anechoiclikemysoul. Basically, it's the same recording. Uh, the only difference is, and then on the YouTube channel, I'll probably include some pictures if I'm talking about um, the study materials I'm doing, and I'll post pictures of the books when I do that. So I hope you enjoy, guys enjoy this. Um, I promise I'll try to improve as I go. You know, I'm I'm using GarageBand and iMovie, and I'm still learning how to use them. So bear with me. Thank you for your patience, and I hope to see you next time. Bye. Thank you.